What is up, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Sports Ethos Sixers podcast. I'm your host, Adam Sherman, and boy, do we have a lot to get into today. Um, The next two games of the Sixers-Raptors series has been played. The series is now three games to one, and these two games in Toronto have been absolutely crazy. So many different things going on. And before we jump into it, I just want to take a second, as always, to shout out our friends over at Ethos Fantasy BK on Twitter. It's the most dominant basketball and fantasy news feed on the planet. Get your NBA news, including news about your Sixers, in one Twitter feed. Not only is it the fastest source, but it's the most reliable and provides analysis. Again, that's at ethosfantasybk on Twitter. And while you're at it, uh, go ahead and follow the Ethos Sixers page on Twitter. Um, Tweets throughout the game, uh, just giving my thoughts on what's going on. But... Nonetheless, let's get into this Game 3. The Sixers up 2-0, heading into Toronto. The vibes are good. The Sixers are feeling good. Um, They come out of the breaks uh, a little bit slow, honestly. Joel Embiid looks a little shaken up. Raptors fans are getting excited. Um, Scotty Barnes still out for this one, but aside from that, they look pretty healthy. Gary Trent um, is back from his sickness, looking good. Um, And yeah, they come out firing pretty well. They go up 8-0. Um, have a pretty good first half, have Joel under wraps, but the second half of this game is where things get really interesting. Joel just five points in the first half, but the third quarter, Joel, huge quarter, I believe he had 17 or 18 points. James Harden with a great quarter. Um, they end up taking the lead, uh, goes back and forth, crazy third, crazy fourth. Um, leads to Precious Achua shooting two free throws, potentially for the win. Misses both. Sixers have an opportunity. Joel misses a three. Tobias, offensive rebound, has a short jump shot, um, does not go in. So we are headed to overtime in this one. Um, at this point, there's been a little bit of physicality. Tensions are kind of flaring. The game's going. Uh, just a lot of excitement all around. Um, back and forth game until the Sixers get a stop. OG Ananobi at the free throw line, shooting two, misses the second, leaves it as a tie game. So some big missed free throws in this one. I'm also important to note that James Harden did miss a big free throw to put the Sixers up. But nonetheless, um, tie game, just a couple seconds left. The Sixers have a super ugly possession. Um, Joel chucks up a one-handed three, looks like we're going to double OT. But Doc Rivers calls a timeout, 0.9 seconds left on the shot clock, um, a little less than three seconds left in the game. Um, They draw up a play, inbound to Joel Embiid for a deep three, turnaround, fades, and Joel banged it home. Huge shot, probably, well, I would say it is the biggest shot of Embiid's career. Sixers will win 104 to 101. Absolutely crazy game. Joel, uh, you know, jumping around, going crazy, trash talking Drake. This is one of the most fun Sixers games I've ever watched in my entire life. Great effort from both sides. Um, Important to note that OG had a great game, 26 points. Gary Trent also with 24. Precious with 29 for 11 shooting. So some great performances from Toronto. But what really stands out to me is Pascal Siakam only with 12 points, 6 for 16. Fred Van Vliet with 12 points, um, also 9 assists. But 3 for 13 shooting, 2 for 10 from 3. Um, Siakam with 5 fouls, Van Vliet with 3 fouls. 
So the Sixers were able to keep the Raptors stars under wraps, especially in that second half. And most of that, especially on Siakam, I want to credit to Tobias Harris because with no Matisse Thybul, the Sixers need some perimeter defense. Uh, need to, I mean, Siakam is a mix of perimeter defense and inside, and Tobias was absolutely everywhere. Um, got his hands on so many, uh, so many loose balls, able to deflect, able to stop that signature spin move from Siakam. Uh, finished with only 11 points, 12 rebounds, though. Uh, had some big shots down the stretch, um, some huge defensive possessions, and Tobias just looked incredible in this one. Huge contributor. Joel Embiid finishing with 33 and 13, so absolutely ridiculous uh, second half in overtime. James Harden. Uh, 7 for 13 from the field, which is really nice to see, especially after some of his late performances. He did foul out, so no James Harden in overtime, but the Sixers able to get it done. George Niang with three threes, Maxi with 19. So this was really a big team effort. Um, it was just a really, really fun game to watch. Credit to the Raptors for putting up a good fight, but now the Sixers trying to sweep. We're going to go on to game four. Um, and in between this time, uh, some big events happening in the series. First of all, reports come out Joel Embiid is injured. It is his right thumb. His hand is in some pain and rumored to be some torn ligaments. So really scary news for Sixers fans. Just can't catch a break, get Joel healthy for a full year. But Joel says he will play through the pain and suit up. In other news, Scotty Barnes wins Rookie of the Year. Shout out to him. I think it was well-deserved. But aside from that... He has recovered from his injury, and he's playing. That is scary for Sixers fans, but he is not starting. So coming out, um, just like pretty much every game this series, the Raptors came out hot. The only difference was they stayed hot for pretty much the whole game. The Sixers were able to take um, a lead and cut it close in the third quarter. But ultimately, Toronto held strong in this one behind 34-8 from Siakam. Big bounce-back game, another big game for Gary Trent. Uh, 24 points um, and a big game from Thaddeus Young which was just brutal to watch a former Sixer uh, you know he's he's up there in age now uh, what is he like 33 and out here going 13 5 and 5 three steals some great passes um, and ultimately the big factor in this one was Joel Embiid um, I don't know if it was the hand I'm not sure what it was the stats don't tell the full story he had 21 and 8 but four fouls, five turnovers, and those five turnovers should have been more. Joel was just not on his game. They were bringing some double teams, and Joel would just toss the ball out of bounds, um, get it stolen, some terrible decision-making, uh, lazy defense from Joel, especially in this one. So, I mean, he did have that huge game in Game 3, hit the game winner, but not a great follow-up performance from him. Uh, unfortunately, the, the series is still 3-1 to one, coming back to Philly. We're really hoping they can close it out, but... Um, some keys for, for the rest of this series because, you know, as Nick Nurse said, no team has ever came back from 3-0, but they have came back from 3-1, so they had to make it 3-1, and they did. They're taking it one game at a time. Um, Fred Van Vliet, however, misses the second half of this game due to a knee injury. He rips his jersey, so it looks kind of serious. Um, Scotty Barnes did retweak his ankle, came back into the game, didn't have a major impact on this game, just six points, did have 11 boards, um, some solid defense from Scotty, but... I'm guessing he'll be in the starting lineup next game, um, especially with no Van Vliet. It'll be interesting to see what they do because they have very little guard depth. Um, they have Gary Trent, they have Malachi Flynn, and they have OG, who sometimes can run the two on a really big lineup. So it will be really interesting to see how they handle this, how the Sixers handle it. Um, you know, ideally the Sixers can close it out. The, the two games they've had at home have been absolutely dominant. 
Um, I think Joel Embiid's health is is really going to contribute to not just this series, but the rest of the playoffs. I mean, obviously, it's Joel Embiid. But we've seen his high pain tolerance, but he was grabbing at this hand a lot in this game to a concerning degree. Um, You know, some people are like, you can just rest him for a game. But resting him doesn't really do much for a hand injury at that point. It's going to be painful regardless. He's going to have to learn to play through it, and we know he will. So it is concerning. But, I mean, there were flashes of Joel hitting those classic fadeaways. And most of the mistakes he made in this game didn't really seem like they came from the injury. It seems like they came from just poor decision-making. I did want to give credit to Tobias Harris in this game four. They did lose, but Toby with another great game, 15-11. and Some great defense again. Um, Did have five fouls, but... He was playing some great defense, hustling a lot. Um, James Harden in this one had 22 and 9 assists, did shoot poorly 5 for 17, but um, I didn't blame Harden. He also played some great defense, um, and he was plagued with creating a lot of the offense when Joel was just throwing that ball away, and um, I think this was Paul Reed's best game so far. Um, In the minutes that he was in, he was playing some solid defense. He only played eight minutes, and he had eight points and five boards. Um, Noted that some of that did come at the way end when the the garbage time minutes, but I really like Paul Reed's minutes in this whole series, and I know I've said it, but I'm going to say it again. This man is the backup center. I don't think there's any debate at this point. His hustle, his rebounding, um, his defense defense compared to DeAndre Jordan, even on bigger guys, it just doesn't seem to be close. Um, although Siakam did have 34, I don't really blame Palm Reed's couple of minutes. Um, honestly, I don't really blame anyone's defense. There were times where Joel was on him, looked a little bit lazy, but he was hitting some ridiculous shots, some bank threes, some fadeaways, just a really good game from Siakam. So I would just credit him. This is a great performance, keeping their team alive. And look, a sweep is really hard, especially in a 4-5 series against a team well-coached and, you know, an all-around solid roster. Um, not stressing this loss too much. Um, Matisse will be back. We haven't seen Matisse for the last two games because he's ineligible. And I wanted to just quickly talk about how the Sixers can close this one out. But before I do that, I want to take a second to talk about our partner, uh, Thrive Fantasy. Everyone go ahead and prop up with Thrive on their mobile app or at thrivefantasy.com for these NBA playoffs. You could ethos at sign up for an 100% deposit match bonus on your first deposit up to $100 plus either two to four free game tickets to play. Pick player props on the biggest names every night. Score points when your props hit and players with the most points win a share of the nightly prize money. Also, check out the Sports Ethos DFS team and pod for advice. Again, the code is ethos over at thrivefantasy.com. And now let's talk about how the Sixers can close this one up, dock and tie up some loose ends. Um, I've been really impressed with Doc's coaching this series. Um, Able to keep multiple big leads, which we haven't really seen in a long time. Uh, When the Sixers get a lead, they keep it. When they go down, uh, Doc rallies the guys. So I'm really impressed. I like some of the adjustments he's been making. Um... I think that in practice, Joel is going to have a heavy workload of working on double teams. Um, You know, when he would just keep the ball, make a smart pass, they were showing this on the broadcast a lot. Um, It led to a lot of wide open threes from Niang, from Maxi, from Tobias. But it's the times where the Raptors really rush him. So Joel just has to kind of keep his cool, um, hold the ball, you know, 
Take the foul if you need to. Don't try to do anything crazy. Find the open guy. People have to flash to the ball. And if you just slow that down, in this game, they were rushing him a lot. Um, you know, the crowd is hostile. But if you come to Philly with, with the home crowd and this happening, I think it's a very different result. Um, another thing is I think Tobias Harris might have to be a little more involved in the offense. Um, he has been playing great, which is why I say that. Um, at home, we saw what he did in those two games. When Tobias Harris is shooting the ball, when he has the ball in his hands, good things have been happening this series. There's got to be some mismatches on the floor because they have a lot of height. They have a lot of length, but they also aren't quite as quick as the Sixers. Tyrese Maxey, without Van Vliet on the court, should have a mismatch on pretty much anyone. So Maxey blowing by defenders, finding Tobias. Tobias should almost always have a guy who is... Um, you know, slower than him. He could beat off the dribble, do his signature little fadeaway, um, find the open guy. Tobias Harris's offense has been awesome, so I would like to see him with the ball in his hands a little bit more. Um, for James Harden, I think he's got to find his jump shot a little more than he's been relying on. Um, he was two for eight last game, but we see a lot of Harden driving into the lane, flailing his arms, trying to get the call. I do think he gets call, um, fouled a little more than he gets credit for, but I also think refs don't love to give him that call. He has to kind of acknowledge that and um, work out the ball, you know, find the open man as he does so well. When James Harden has the ball at the top of the key, does that little step back, um, that signature, not even the shot though. There's a lot of open guys. When he does that step back, the defense tends to come to him and collapse a little bit. So when he passes out of that, it almost always results in an open bucket. So using that to set up the offense or using the driving kick, um, I think that's where James is most effective. Um, Tyrese Maxey had his worst game in the series. Not bad. 11, 6, and 6. The shooting was a little off. 4 for 12. Um, I think Maxey will bounce back, but the home crowd behind him shouldn't be a worry. Um, Niang. Defense has been horrendous, don't get me wrong, but he's valuable for that wide-open three-point shooting. Uh, he knocks it down three threes in game four. Um, so I think Niang is just going to be out there when they need a three, but otherwise his defense is hard to keep him out there. And he, uh, due to the matchups, you know, he doesn't have the size or the, the speed. So I think that, you know, having Matisse available will be very helpful for the defense. Having Niang for the three. I think that the Sixers should be able to close this one out in five. But the Raptors look unified. Look, we know they're a good team. We know they're well coached, as I've said before. So the Sixers have to stop any momentum they might be able to have. The fans really have to get into it. Every call, you know, the Raptors fans chanting FMB, uh, booing him every time he touches the ball. Um, I don't think it's been a great look for them personally, uh, especially after all the hate Sixers fans always get. But nonetheless, Sixers got to bring the energy. Sixers fans got to bring the energy they always bring. Um, you know, I don't want to look ahead because the series is not even close to over. But looking at the other side, the Hawks stole a game from the Heat, which surprised me, game winner from Trey Young. If the uh, Hawks can keep that series close, you know, even if they don't win, having a tired Heat team in the second round is much better than the Heat coming off a sweep. Um, Jimmy Butler does look good though, so it's a little nerve wracking, but I don't even want to get into all that right now. I don't want to jinx anything. Um, but yeah, I'm not too worried about this loss. You know, stealing a game in Toronto was good enough. Um, the sweep would have been nice, but not super realistic for a four or five matchup, but next game, uh, tomorrow night, uh, on Monday night, um, at Wells Fargo center. Joel should be back. Hopefully, Joel has his head screwed on. Um, you know, no more texts this series, hopefully. 
uh, come out and close this one out properly. Not sure what the word is on Fred Van Vliet, but if you check the Twitter, um, I will update that once I have word. I'm sure you'll be seeing it elsewhere. But quickly before we sign off, I just wanted to remind everybody to use code HOOPBALL20 at manscaped.com for 20% off your order and free shipping. Also, check out our pals over at mybookie.ag and use code HOOPBALL on the third page of sign up to unlock deposit match bonuses. Thank you guys, as always, for listening. Can't wait for the end of this series and trust that process.